0: It's all about drama and manufacturing, drama and fighting.
1: Hey, and welcome to Anything But Picture Perfect, where we will hear from women of different ages around the world about their experiences with the media. I'm Stella Addis, and this week we'll hear from some wonderful women that each have something to spill about some of America's favorite entertainment shows. All of the names on this show have been anonymized and adjusted to keep drama out of the English 1101 classroom. With each new call-in and conversation today, you'll hear how the media, specifically TV, has its many secrets. Let's call her Carrie. Currently, she's in her 70s, but don't let that fool you. She has the spirit of someone in their late 30s. Can you tell me a little bit about what TV shows you liked watching when growing up?
2: Well, I I watched a lot of the old traditional family shows. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, as a kid, I was watching TV in the 1950s, long, long, long ago, (laughs) and we had one television for the whole family. So a family of five had one TV, and basically I watched or my parents wanted to watch during this period of time. And as I got older, we'd come home and we'd watch a, a show on TV. But some of the family shows back then, were interesting there was a show that we could all watch called father knows best
1: i actually looked into that one a bit when i was researching this topic just trying to understand how like women are seen in these conventional ways and like what i mean by that is seen as the caregivers who stayed at home and like attended to their husbands and attended to their kids and didn't really set out to go explore their own dreams and their own goals
2: Right, and if you watched it that one the mother in the home who stayed at home always looked so amazing when she was baking pies in the oven. She would always have a dress, you know, and she'd put her little white frilly apron on because she was baking, you so know,
1: <laughs> but yeah. she
2: looked like like she was prepared for a party yeah, you know,
1: to she, go out she, and go they out and, and, and they
2: might get. I guess they might get a little bit angry with their children but you know everything always worked out just right
1: it's so interesting because when we think about media and how women's outward appearance is portrayed it's really portrayed like Carrie's saying in this picture perfect like they're going to church or prepared for a party like women's flaws are never represented do you think your view of mothers and women during that time of watching those types of shows was kind of skewed because of that and seeing women represented in that way instead of represented, like, for example, in the workforce or something like that.
2: Yeah, I'm amazed in a way when I think about how it influenced me because. In spite of the fact that I wanted to be a career person and did work before and after I had children, I still feel like in my psyche, or, you know, I felt a little guilty sometimes that I didn't stay at home with my kids like some of my friends or relatives did. And I had to do it all. You know, I felt like okay, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to have this career, and I also have to, you know, burn the candle. (laughs)
1: Exactly. It's like (laughs) you couldn't just have one. You couldn't just go out into the workforce and do that. You also had to be home attending to your family, and you kind of had to play, like, this balancing act of, like, I want to go out and do this for myself, but society is telling me otherwise that I also have to be home and cooking, cleaning, and taking care of those responsibilities as well.
2: That's right. That's right. So today when I watch some shows, I don't know that this is happening in real life, but on television anyway. I watch a couple of shows on Wednesday night. They're like Chicago Med and PD, Chicago. So the director of the hospital is a woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you'll see women that are the mayors of the town, and sometimes you'll see them, and I'm really proud of that. You know, I think the people who direct programs, they want us to see that. They want us to see women in these roles, you know, but I don't know if that's true.
1: Well, it's interesting because I looked into that too because originally looking into this topic, I thought like, well, a lot of things have changed, you know women are seen in these more diverse roles where they're taking leadership positions that were solely in the past geared towards men. But even though they're becoming, like, more abundant in these diverse roles, they're still, like, appearing less than men in these roles. And most of the time, they're often sexualized. Like, for example, in Grey's Anatomy, Meredith Grey, one of the main characters, takes this really successful leadership role, but she's still seen in, like, This conventional way where the focus is all about how a romantic interest is involved. I feel like we need to continue shifting that image that we portray to the public. Like, more so accurately portray women as having flaws, for example.
2: Right, right. Yes, a regular person. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) But I don't know. Are they really showing what reality Mm -hmm. is
2: it's like that there's an assumption that that's what we want to see that's the side of her that's the side of her that we we want that the general public wants to see i don't watch that show regularly but i know the character you're Mm -hmm. speaking of yeah It's it's been on for a long time i watch a lot of public television and sometimes it's a documentary but Sometimes it's just an interview, and those are, like, real people, you know, yeah. and so I'm really impressed by those. But so, so often, I, some of that other network television with those shows, I just flip over, and I watch it, and I think I'm just... Um, less attentive. I'm just looking at it as just frivolous entertainment in a way, you
1: know. (laughs) like not reality. Uh And I don't know if that's the goal of television is to be reality, but I mean, maybe our television just needs to be more like documentaries in a way if it really wants to depict what society truly is.
2: Oh, and what we want our next generation to see, you know. I think it, it shouldn't be just documentaries that show us strong women I mean how many nine or ten year old girls watch documentaries you know that's fine for me but they're not so I would love for what they're going to be entertained by what they're going to watch I would love for it also to be inspiring I guess
1: yeah
2: you know I think we do want that it's interesting to talk about that with you and I think it makes me Think about it a little
1: bit more. Yeah, I think that's the goal, is to just get people to think about it a little bit more. Next, I heard from a woman in her late 40s to get a younger perspective on the flaws that lie within American television. We'll call her Charlotte. Do you think, like, when you were watching TV growing up, you kind of perceived women a certain way, based on what you were seeing on these different shows that you watched?
0: I would think so. When I was growing up, I remember I would see these girls on Facts of Life and they were so put together, you know, with their hair done and they were at this boarding school. And and then things like family ties, it was kind of the same thing. I really was drawn to like this kind of preppy girls with like a lot of money because I didn't come from that.
1: Got it. So you think like their outward appearance had a lot to do with what you were watching and what you were perceiving about women in general.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Do you think aspects of your own life were reflected at all in these shows? No, it's like a fantasy. Yeah. Do you think, like, as you transition now into, like, TV and the, watching media now, do you think any of that has shifted, you know? Like, this idea of television in general being, like, a fantasy. No, because now
0: there's reality TV, whether that's true or true. It's supposed to seem more real, and Mm -hmm. people come from you know more backgrounds. It's not just about kind of aspiring to be everyone that's rich, you see people that you know are from all sorts of backgrounds as a result.
1: Yeah, so you think that like these women are in more diverse roles now. Could you give an example of kind of the things you're watching now and how it's changed? It's interesting because I'd say, in many
0: ways. Now that I think about it, it hasn't changed because now it's more reality. But people still want to see people like the Kardashians or Real Housewives. They want to aspire to what they don't have or kind of over the top excess. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, there's been great shows that are more, I think.
1: I know in the past you've said that you've watched Insecure, for example. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of talking about real life and trying to make it stuff like that. Do you think women are still, like, kind of overshadowed and not depicted as a reality?
0: Oh, I think there's more pressure than there because of, you know, more plastic surgery and that being more accepted and, you know, things having to look perfect and the lighting on TV is so much better. So there's more makeup and, like, more things that has to happen to make people look perfect. But on the other side, I mean, they are depicting more types of women. You know, you see lesbian women you see kind of people that are non-conforming you know different genders so that is that was not true when I was growing up and so people of your age now have those types of images on tv and social media
1: yeah I mean I can say as someone in the younger generation that I think Mm -hmm. like it's really nice to see that we've made so many strides in that area but it was so interesting that when I was researching like even though women are depicted and all these different diverse roles with varying sexual desires it's like oftentimes on these shows what's being portrayed to the audience as being the most important characteristics or attributes of that person is like all the drama that surrounds them or like the relationships they're going after like women are so sexualized that it's like it doesn't matter if they're going after these big dreams like for example you mentioned like insecure like still majorly focused on like their relationships with men and like how it's not
0: that it's like drama with other women you know when i was growing up dynasty was a big show and that's come back now like they're making a reboot but like it was all about the cat fights and the women fighting they're not depicted oftentimes as building each other up
1: think like specifically thinking about you that the ways women are depicted on television has affected your view of yourself not just like externally but also internally? I think so. I mean, you look at
0: people in Hollywood that are my age and, you know, very few of them have embraced aging. Yeah. And I think those of us that are in our 40s, you know, we look at all of them, they all kind of look the same. You can't tell if they're in their 20s or their 40s or sometimes their 50s. So, it sets up a standard that, you know, that you, you too can look like J-Lo or all these other women that had, you know, plastic surgery and all of that.
1: Yeah. So what do you think is kind of the next step for television? I think
0: it's um, more women producers, more women directors, more, you know, more representation. And there is, there's way more of that now that are developing their own shows and their own casting their own characters, so I think that's what's going to make things change, yeah.
1: This week we heard from both Carrie and Charlotte about their experiences growing up watching American television. They both brought up interesting points about how not only the outward appearance of female characters is falsely portrayed, but even their underlying attributes can have an impact on the audience watching these shows what else has tv gotten wrong about women tune in next week where we'll hear from two more women one in their 20s and one who's currently experiencing joys of high school about how media has its flaws thanks for listening to this week's episode and a big thanks to both carrie and charlotte for their lovely conversations i'm stella addis and this is anything but picture perfect